Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Colin Drew. There are sneak peek at next week, episode number 602. For comics release, releasing December the 1st and December the 2nd. Drew, we are into the final month of all that has been encompassing of the year 2020. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming week, Drew, do we have anything from our listeners or anything else in the world of comics? Yeah, we're not going to do any feedback this time. I forgot to even look. Um, okay. So <laughs> we will definitely do that uh, next week. Sorry about that, guys. Um, but we do have a hot 10, and we'll, we can go jump right into that with our from our good friends over at CBSI, Comic yeah, Book Invest. So we're going to have it over to comicbookinvest.com. We are looking at the hot 10 books for November the 27th, 2020. And Drew, we're going to start right at the beginning at Dr. Afra number 6, the Jen Bartel 1 in 25 variant. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't, never would, I would never have bought a 1 in 25 mid-series Dr. Afra. Yeah. That's just a regular, I mean, it's a decent cover, but it's, what's, what's special about this? 160 to $180. It's a great cover, hot character, hot artist. Still, nobody saw this coming. Star Wars stuff is absolutely insane right now. Um. When is the ceiling and when will we hit it? Is is it all Mandalorian that's driving everybody to go crazy for Star Wars again? I think that, and we've checked off so many characters from our big two as far as movie versus with all the, the Marvel stuff and everything that we're just looking for the next thing. Yeah, yeah. And we're finding it more in Star Wars. Yeah. So And Turtles. Yeah, and if you haven't watched Mandalorian yet... Um, I won't spoil it here, but when was the first Thrawn? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have to look out for that one. Yeah, there, so. I don't I don't know when that first appearance of Thrawn was. that back in the original Marvel days? No. Yeah. He's going to be dark. I think he's he's got some Dark Horse books, and I think that's where you're going to find his first stuff. And th- but all that Dark Horse stuff is not legit, right? They've wiped all that away. Tell that to the people searching for that first experience of Ahsoka on that Dark Horse. Or Dark Horse. Oh, yeah. That was in the Adventures, right? Star Wars Adventures? 100%. Yeah. And that Clone was, Wars, baby. That was a Dark Horse book? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so then I guess it is... I guess it is legit? I mean, it's still a first appearance. So, I mean, but, but, it's, it's, but those Knights of the Old Republic or whatever, uh, those, those series at Dark, Dark Horse, they don't count, right? Is that right? I mean, the the market will tell what <laughs> counts and doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and why, and why would you ignore something that exists mm-hmm. yeah, just because the publisher said it doesn't count? Yeah, it, and the way we comic book people are, we'll take a uh, opportunity to collect two different things as the first Marvel canonical and the first non-Marvel canonical and blah, 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 blah. blah that's blah, true. Blah, blah, blah. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> people be crazy. But anyways, uh, Dr. A for number 6, 1 in 25. Might still be out there somewhere. At rank 2, Marvel Spotlight number 9 from 1980. Steve Ditko, the artist on this. Classic case of the fear of missing out here. FOMO. It appears 10 to 25 bucks last week is now selling for, wait for it, $175 for a raw copy. This is based solely on the character of Mr. E. 
showing up in Symbiote Spider-Man last week. Keep in mind this character appeared once, and only once in the past 40 years. I know it's 2020 and nothing makes sense, but what? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a heck of a jump, man. These are, these are laying around because nobody cared about it before today. Marvel Action Chillers, number two, the Sweeney Boo 1 in 10 variant. 30 to 40 bucks. Just a word of advice, I would probably be picking up any cheap Elsa Bloodstone variant that is out there. This is just a taste of how quickly harder-to-find books of hers can pop up. Uh, Heir so, to the Elsa Bloodstone. Star Wars Heir to the Empire from Dark Horse is the first appearance of Admiral Thrawn. Ah, there you go. That one will pop. Go get it now. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, hurry up. All right, Drew, as if not to confuse you anymore on DC Future State, we have DC Future State number one, the local comic shop day, one per store variant. Going for 50 bucks, cool little preview book of all the characters popping up in DC. I can't tell for sure if this is going to be a good or a bad thing. So now, Drew, we have a quarter version, a free version, and a $50, a $50 book. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, at rank five, we have Champions, number one, the second print from here in 2020. $25 to $30. Like Elsa Bloodstone above, it would recommend Kamala Khan variants as well. This one has the second print, which is supposedly a print, low print run. That's the thing that's going for it. God, I just... I, we looked at this, remember? And we're yep. like, eh, eh. Eh, yep. Jesus. All right, at rank six, here we go with Brute Force, number one. Mentioned in the Marvel 616 show as a possible animated project, this first appearance of a bunch of genetically altered animals is seeing movement from cover price uh, to 20 bucks or more. Hit your back issue bins quickly. Uh, thanks to uh, some guy for the heads up on this one. I have this one. I'm sure I do. Oh, it's yeah. Mecha dolphin on the front of it. Wow. Brute force number one. Yeah, I know I got a few of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe, unless you've used them to pack as packing material. There you go. At rank 7, a girl walks home alone at night, number one, the 1 in 5 variant. Up from 20 to 25, now 30 to 35. <laughs> Look what's next. Oh, yeah, and there we go at rank 8, Star Wars Heir to the Empire, number one. This one keeps popping up. Theories are flying around about Thrawn showing up in Mandalorian. Hink, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Raw near mint copies are now hitting $175, about the same price as the graded 9.6 that was selling last week. Is The Mandalorian the most influential TV show on comic books, surpassing The Walking Dead? No. Nope. <laughs> it's number two. Yeah. At rank nine, we have Go Go Power Rangers number eight, the Natasha Busto 1 in 25 variant. First appearance of Ranger Slayer. All covers are both hard to find and selling well. This one doubles in price this week from 25 to 50 Be on the lookout for any of these. Do you recognize the homage on that one? Oh, uh, no. That's Ferris Bueller's Day Off, isn't it? Oh, yep. That's You're what right. I always think of when I yep. say Yep, good call. At rank 10, Star Wars, The Clone Wars, Defenders of the Lost Temple. Remember a couple weeks ago when we mentioned this one because a 7.5 copy sold for $350? Well, a 9.2 copy sold this week for $750, along with a very low-grade raw for $250. I can't remember if it's stated this before, but I can't believe this is 
the lone Bo-Katan appearance in classic comic form. Oh, that's cool. Uh, some of our honorable mentions, we have uh, Star Wars Insider, number 195. Star Wars is a different animal, anyways. This was only selling for between 5 and $10, but is creeping up in the 15 to $20 range. Try finding the variant with the child in his pod. So this is a magazine. Yeah. But it's got the child on the front, who we now have a name for and yeah. everything now. Yeah. So. And I still call him Baby Yoda. As, uh, as will a lot of people, I think. <laughs> and another tchotchke fun honorable mention. Fantastic Comics number six. Old Samson isn't messing around here with his ball and chain, literally. Another weird bondage cover that sold in a 2.5 grade this week for $1,800. $400 more than the 4.0 that sold last year. Wow. Bondage covers, man. Bondage Who knew? covers. Who knew? Well, I think some people knew. I think a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's our good friend Eric have on the FOC this week? All right. Of course, the FOC is our final order cutoff. Drew and I love to claw through it and see the things that we either forgot to order because we didn't do a previews order altogether or we missed a few things. Maybe we get some art. Maybe we try to ride some of these latter waves of things that we missed. Um, but we love to dig through it and add a few things to our order. Our good friend Eric at Cowabunga likes to curate an awesome list of all the things available for FOC. Uh, we get him our DC selections by 6 o'clock on Sunday and all our other selections by 6 o'clock on Monday to make sure these things are in our pull list and we do not miss them. Um, he features a few little things. Some of the things he's pulling to the top this week are Batman Annual number 5. We got a Derek Chu cover A. Very cool looking book there. Jenny Hex Special number 1 from DC. Um... So, I did not realize she was getting her own book. I missed that one. Ah, uh, another one he's pulling out is Ice Cream Man 22. Very cool uh, uh, Christmas issue. Advent calendar. Yeah. yeah, the advent calendar. In only the way that the Ice Cream Man can do an advent calendar. Yep. Spawn 313, the 1 in 5 McFarland Black and White. Really cool cover there. Uh, picture of everything else from Vault Comics. Uh, he's got the cover C, the Adam Gorham cover. And he's got another Marvel book in the last fight. Cinderella Bloody Christmas Annual 2020. That's a Marvel book? Cover C. He, he says it's a Marvel book. Ah, I, don't I think, think it's it wrong. I don't think that's Looks right. Looks like a Xenoscope. Yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh. But let's it, not take his word for it. Let's dig through and see what we can find in the FOC. I'm just we'll pull that sucker up here real quick. It is a Zenoscope book. Good call, brother. Yeah. And if you're interested in this Ginny Hicks special number one, we have a new villain in her alert. Three Eyed Jack will be in this one. So just FYI, there's a one in twenty five variant available uh, for these as well. Generation Shattered. Um, what we got going on there? Generation Shattered looks to be a threat of cosmic proportions to DC's newest and oldest universe compels. One of the most unusual groups of heroes ever assembled to take one of the most mysterious foes they've ever encountered. 
Uh, what started in Detective 1027 explodes out of Dark Knight's death metal to tell the story of the generations spanning the history of the DC Universe. Join the original Batman, Commandi, Starfire, Sinestro, Booster Gold, Dr. Light, Steel, and Sinestro in their quest to save the universe. <laughs> Sinestro <before>. twice. <laughs> yes. Uh, what? What is... What is this is... Okay, so this is not the future state. This is some other little mini thing that's popping out of metal. From the pages of Dark Knight's Death Metal. What Didn't future state pop out of de- Death Metal? Uh, Maybe? Yes. Maybe? But this is also coming from Detective Comics 1027 as well. Gotcha. Which was a cool book. It was a long book. There So is that Jenny Hex? Is um, she gonna? She was. She had some interest when uh, she was in what is that Young Justice relaunch? Yeah, exactly. Um, and we've got a we've got a one in twenty five that um, I, I don't know if that pricing is right. I'll have to check with Eric on that. Yeah, it's uh, definitely not. Um, but that's pretty sweet cover of her. Do we expect a um, a breakout? No, we don't have her first appearance, but uh, you will a lot of times see new female, easy to grab on two characters, be something. So it might be worth grabbing all, at least one, even though it's not her first appearance. It is her first solo appearance. Right, right, yeah. So I mean, is there going to be interest in her book like there was for, you know, a Shuri or a... Yeah, Kamala Khan. Yeah, kind of yep, yep. yep. Really light week for DC, right? Mm-hmm. As far as FOC is concerned, yeah, yeah. But I think this is kind of the cleanup FOC before we get to the new future state stuff, if I remember correctly. Oh, gotcha. So. Not a whole lot from Dark Horse either. You know, it also is the uh, Thanksgiving week, so everybody might have just phoned it in. <laughs> possible yeah uh, maybe next week will be a lot better there you go now what's this uh star wars adventures smugglers run a two-issue miniseries greg ruck is writing it yeah um after the battle of yeah i'm in idw you have you have gone past all these spawns we don't want to talk about no dark horse go- then idw before oh, image dark horse What's yeah that? so it's Star Wars Adventure Smugglers Run, IDW, Greg, oh, okay. Greg Rucka. Three, oh, sorry, I missed the three IDW books. <laughs> uh, after the Battle of Yavin, Han Solo and Chewbacca intend to use their reward to settle their debts, but Princess Leia asks them to accept a secret mission for the Resistance. That sounds very familiar. Mortal dangers, yeah. traitorous enemies, and thorny situation mark the path of these two heroes of the Star Wars saga. Is that, is that already been a comic? I'm sure it has. I, th- I think I know that story. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, because if they if they just paid off their debt, we wouldn't uh, we, wouldn't, <laughs> we wouldn't have half of what happens in Empire. No, yeah, it's true. Uh, that's that's all I had in IDW. But yeah, a neat little book. Now we're in Image. Where we still have Outcast hanging on with its July solicit. Uh, ah. Issue 47, The Merged Part 5. 
So not to be outdone by Rednecks June edition for issue yeah. twenty nine. Uh, Donny Cates is busy with his Venom verse. There you go. So we have okay. So we have Spawn. We have a cover A. We have a B. We have a C. We have a one and five, and then you can get a cover set with all four versions. Uh, for 13 bucks for my friends at Cowabunga. Yep. And the uh, the one in five is a sketch. Of the cover B, right? No. The cover B. No, it's oh, not. Look at that cover A. Holy crap. No, it's not. It's, I thought it was the I thought it was the McFarlane cover B, but it's not. Who's Baron? Let's cover the C. Okay, so it's taken cover C, which is a Capullo mcfarlane cover yeah. and so you're looking at the cover a which is barons bjorn barons oh my goodness that's nightmare fuel right there wow this is tempting right yeah for the four pack five pack it just kind of takes the guessing out of it you're like ah just give me all yeah 13 bucks though worth it for five yeah. comics just by basically covering fan cover price per, for each yeah. one. And so three dollars a piece. Uh with the third scumbag with a uh, A and a B and a ten copy incentive. I like Ice Cream Man does the advent calendar for cover A, and for cover B, it's just just some ice cream. Just ice cream. Just a little ice cream. <laughs> or is it? I'm sure there's. Uh, I'm sure there's something something under the surface there. Yeah. Grendel, Kentucky finishes up with uh, from the AWA Studios. Um, unless you had something else in image. Nope. And then uh, we've got Firefly, another Firefly uh, from Boom. Who's writing this one now? Greg Pak, your boy. Ah, Greg Pak writing. It's the end of the first ever Firefly event, and now everything changes. Shocking losses lead to stunning decisions as Mao and the crew of the Serenity must face the consequences of their choices in wars against the Blue Sun Corporation. The verse is changing in ways no one ever expected, and a new chapter of Firefly begins here. Might have to jump in again. Yeah, and I like the uh, I like the cover A of um, picture of everything else from Vault. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Something is killing the ch killing children. The twenty five copy incentive will blow up yet again. I can pretty much guarantee that. It's a nice looking cover. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. That's our girl, too. Hmm, interesting. Yep. We got some Vault Comics things, including Picture of Everything, number one. Our boy Gorham's doing all kinds of stuff. There he is on the sea, there. Yeah, busy guy.
Yeah, and I'm not seeing anything else. Nope, nothing else. Just some neat, a few neat things you might want to snag up, make that spawn decision, and move on with your life. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yep. And then probably, if you want anything from Generation Howard, grab yourself a Jenny Hex and grab yourself that spawn, the spawn quadruple. Yeah, might be a good idea. Now, our good friends over at Cover Price... Um, have compiled the top 20 uh, selling top selling books on eBay. Uh, are you taking the top 10 or the top or the bottom 10? I'll start us off. First one we're going to talk about is Marvel Spotlight on Captain Universe number nine. Talked about this earlier. Uh, Symbiote Spider-Man just brought back a classic Marvel villain from the past, Mister E. So, of course, 50 copies moved. Um, Pretty good. High sale of $100 for that 9.6 and raw is around 60 bucks. We also already talked about A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, the Nico Water or Walter variant. Uh, 30 bucks for raw is on that one, so that is pretty cool. And still moving 44 copies. At rank 3, we have the Wonder Woman Annual number 4. Uh, there is speculation that the kids at the end of this issue could be the first appearance of several of the future state characters, including Yara Flor, a.k.a. the Brazilian future states version of Wonder Woman. 80 copies of this book moved. 80 Jesus. copies, 35 bucks for a raw. Uh, Last Ronin number one continues to move. Is not slowing down at all. 93 copies. And uh, you're getting... Sixty-five seventy-nine for high-grade Rawls. The most are selling for thirty. A girl walks home alone at night. Number one, the standard version, which is based on a film that's already out, thirty-five bucks for high Rawls. Most are selling for fifteen. Our boy Dark Hawk, number one here, continuing to move forty-six copies, three fifty for a nine point eight. Spawn number nine. We talked about this a little bit last week at rank seven. A holdover from last week. There's been a recent boost in sales and price for this first appearance of Angela after a contentious lawsuit over the rights of the, of the character creator Neil Gaiman won and took her to Marvel where she is introduced as Thor's sister in Age of Ultron 10. There are faint rumors about her possibly showing up in Thor Love and Thunder or maybe even Guardians of the Galaxy 3. 39 copies moving. CGC 9.8 for 140. Amazing Spider-Man 53, the Sang 1 in 10 variant. Simply a power of having a great Miles Morales cover, which I think we called out and talked about at the time. Yeah. Um, 46 copies moving. Uh, 26 bucks for, for uh, I'm assuming, a Raw, not a CGC. Star Wars Annual 2020. The Brookshire 1 in 10 variant. Star Wars fans were all over this variant featuring IG-88. And before you go thinking this is the same character from The Mandalorian, it's not. We already were scolded and informed that that was IG-11. I actually told people that last yes, time. Yes, yes, so and that sounds like something the I would do. you know, 15 <laughs> copies moved. Uh, 85 bucks for a near mint plus raw. And at rank 10, the recount number one. Scout's book from this year. Um, $19.10 cents for a raw copy and keep an eye on the one in 10 variant which is already creeping up towards 100 bucks crazy that is crazy uh predator number one from 1989 dark horse comes in at rank 11 um 
Uh, 20th Century Studios has engaged 10 Cloverfield Lane director Dan Trachtenberg to direct the fifth installment in the Predator series. And the script is being written by Patrick Eisen, whose producer credits include the series Kingdom, Jack Ryan, and Treadstone, one of which I've heard of. There, this pushes this pushed uh, the first appearance to a big high of 775 for a CGC 9.8, and it sold 20 copies this week. So, Predator number one from 1989. I am, um, I'm sure I've seen this a million times, <laughs> you know, and just um, never thought that it would be long-term value. Yeah. Uh, Sleepwalker 1A. Remember from- I told you this when I told you Dark Hawk uh, blew up. This was the other one that everybody was dinking around about. Yeah. And this is the other. It's a Marvel book. They say it's from 1911, but I'm sure that's wrong. Uh, I'm sure it's a little more recent than that. It's a 91 uh, book. <laughs> 1991 book. Um, so it's hot. It sold uh, 41 copies and had uh, selling over $100 for a CGC 9.8. Um, way to go, Sleepwalker. But that's without anything being announced for it. That's just based on the fact that when Dark Heart popped, everybody's like, well, Sleepwalker is the next one. It, 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 that's So that's just fueled by people making jokes correct alone correct that that, that i don't understand <laughs> so that, that has because no... we always we always you know in all these little forums it was like whenever somebody would say well i got a hundred bucks what should i invest in someone would always throw out dark hawk and sleepwalker as the jokes because those were the things and then when dark hawk caught and actually had some some movement People were like, well, crap, I better buy Sleepwalker. That's crazy. Yeah. It, it makes no sense. Okay, the fifth print of Strange Academy, number one. Fifth print. Um, sold 26 copies and $17 for a raw. And I I, I mean, I said, it's time to stop on the Strange yes. Academy train, and I was wrong. Uh, Star Wars Darth Vader. Got up one six. station too early. Yep. Uh, the second print of, of Star Wars Darth Vader, number six. Uh, Ochi Sith Assassin's first appearance is in the first issue. This marks his first cover appearance. I believe you said this was going to be crazy, and it has been crazy. Kind of. It's got it's fifteen bucks for a raw, so that's pretty good. Uh, Amazing Spidey two fifty seven. Uh, Ned leads as Hobgoblin, and so that's pushed it so to sell twenty one copies. Um, sold one hundred and twenty bucks for a CGC nine eight. Uh, our boy Brian Wood, uh, DMZ's number one from 2005, a Vertigo book. Um, this is an AV, Ava DuVernay-led um, movie, so that should be uh, pretty cool, bringing that to HBO Max. Um, told 15 copies and had a high sale of 100 bucks for a CGC 9.6. My Beloved Moon Knight, number one from 1980. <laughs> Continues to sell well. 30 copies of this one sold and had a high sale of 343 for a CGC 98. Uh, the new Teen Titans Annual number two from 1983. Uh, this is the Peacemaker thing or Vi- Vigilante. Yeah. Uh, v- Vigilante's first appearance uh, in this and uh, also drove up prices for the new Teen Titans number 23 as well. Uh, this annual sold 18 copies and uh, with a high sale of $177 for a CGC 98. Uh, Turtles, The Last Ronin, the one in 10. Um, 
still selling well. It sold 22 copies, and I had a high sale of 110 for a CGC 9.8. And Miles' first appearance in Ultimate Fallout. Uh, 25 of them changed hands yet again, and a high sale of uh, $931. Ooh, it's under a grand. Better it's, get it. Yeah, it's dropped uh, for a CGC 9.8. So it continues to swir- swirl around and change hands. And uh, Miles, uh, still strong. I'm surprised it didn't go up, right? Yeah. I guess. So that's interesting. And I think that kicks us to our uh, sneak peek at next week segment. Yeah, now that's out of the way. Let's see what we got coming out here uh, next week. Let's start with our friends at DC. For those kind of items, we're going to go to ucscomicsdistributors.com forward slash new releases and see what's coming out on December the 1st. We have Batman 104 coming out. People are ex- then, people are love it or hate it. It's a Bat Batman Catwoman number one of twelve, the Tom King Clay Man book. It's got some cool covers, a little murky, um, but uh, this is a continuation of Tom King's Batman run. Basically, this is the last twelve issues that he didn't get to do um, on his run in Batman. So, if you were a fan, you're you're going to be interested in this. If you hated Tom King's run, you'll probably stay clear. There you go. And we got four covers, one of them being the blank variant. That's not blank. The, the no, What I you like. Yeah, you know, the blanks Correct. that you like. The ones that aren't really The colored blank. blanks. Yeah. Well, this one looks like it has something in the background. It, it's just kind of uh, it's just kind of paper mache looking. Oh, okay. I do love this cover B of Batman Adventures. Um continue number seven just kind of some of the bat family inside the cape i think it's a really striking and nice cover like that same thing with deceased dead planet the matina cardstock variant Uh, looks like dr fate pulling the helmet off of his crazed zombified face or whatnot under it (laughs) that's pretty really cool that's pretty amazing who is that? That's just Matina doing that? Oh, that's nice. And what's the homage, uh, the movie homage in uh, the cover B? Can you tell? Yep. What is it? Shazam. Oh, is, that, is that what the movie looked like? Yeah. The movie poster? The movie poster for Shazam looked like. Ready to go. Good old Tom Taylor. He's the greatest. Uh, Justice League Endless Winter number one. Uh, this is Andy Landing, Landing and Mar- Ron Mars, and um, doing the writing with Howard Porter and Marco Santucci on art. Um, interesting. Uh, it's a, just a two issue miniseries. Um, it's a crossover event that uh, is about a global level storm. Um, at the Fortress of Solitude. And this is, let's see, we've got Swamp Thing, Queen Hippolyta, Viking Prince, uh, Black Adam. Interesting. Yeah, Daniel Warren Johnson on the B cover is a pretty cool little action-packed cover. I like that. Yes, he does good work. Uh, we are finally getting our last issue of Metal Men uh, number 12, the last Dan, Dan Didio 
Um, the last appearance of Dan Didio at DC, uh, yeah. doing the writing yeah. on this. So, um, and now he'll ride off into the sunset and may never ever write for DC again. I would guess. Um, <laughs> but you never know. Stranger things have happened. So see how this book ends up and fi- fi- finishes. Nice that they allowed Dan to finish his book. And I, I hope better it- when he walked out, he just left the scripts on accident. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, that's possible. Maybe it was already in the can. Yeah. Um, we, what was the, uh, I don't know the order code on this, but I wonder when this was supposed to be done. Yeah. It's definitely delayed, let's just say. Yeah, yeah. And that's all of our DC items, and now the items coming out on the 2nd of December. Let's head on over to previewsworld.com and find those December 2nd items. Let's start with some image books. Walking Dead 4. Of course, the cover B being the OG cover. My brother will tell you that this has been redrawn, and I will tell you he's a liar. What? What is it? Which one? Cover B. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to look. <laughs> you might be right. Yeah. Down in, or I'm sorry, you got anything else in image? I'm really loving this firepower. Um, that uh, I think Kirkman's uh, got it, got a, a good formula again. Uh, it's really, really fun. Good characters. Um, this is the last of the story arc, so there'll be a nice, big, juicy trade. Um, and yeah, it's well, well worth reading. Very nice. And I love that Texas blood as well. That's great. And it's ending its story arc with issue six. And I love Dead Body Road, <laughs> Bad Blood, which is ending its series with issue six. So uh, a lot of uh, books finishing up their, their trade arcs or finishing up their series entirely. Um, and they're all, all those are good. Very cool. Down into Dark Horse, I want to talk about Overwatch Tracer, London Calling, number one. Tracer's time as an Overwatch agent is up. Tracer is by far one of the more popular um, characters from Overwatch the game. So I would probably just buy these five. Who is it? Uh, Tracer is a character from the game Overwatch, which is a hero shooter uh, from the Blizzard company. But it's old, isn't it? Yeah, it's about a three or four year old game, but um, it was just released for the most part as a multiplayer game where you didn't really get a whole lot of story about your characters because they didn't really have a single player faction. Oh, okay. Um, so a lot of things spun out of that. Um, so there were a lot of people for the longest time clamoring over Tracer and what what, what more she had to offer. And I'm not sure if this is kind of one of the first things we're getting from that or if we've already filled in some of that. Because there's been talks of doing some additional single-player campaign stuff for some of those characters from Overwatch. Um, but like I said, Tracer being the most popular character might be worth jumping into that little five-issue series. Wow, that's cool. You've uh, been been pretty spot-on with video game. Yes. Yeah. So I will trust you on that. 
I'm just going to look at this Octopath Traveler Complete Guide hardcover because I love that. What is that? That is uh, kind of, it's a game that came out for the Switch, almost a launch game for it, and it's kind of harking back to the turn-based Final Fantasy RPGs of old. Really, really fun game. Very job-centric one. Oh yeah, Babs Tars on the cover B for that Overwatch Tracer too, by the way, and she fits perfectly with that. Oh wow! Well, they want forty bucks for for a strategy guide for Octopath. Well, yeah, it's essentially just in our book. Oh okay. I guess I'm dating myself with strategy guides. Well, I don't know if they do those. Anymore. No, no. I mean, it it does. It has the maps and all. It, it is a guidebook, but I think most people purchase those kind of things also for just as art books as well. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. Your Stranger Things cover C is your guidebook. Oh yeah, that's just a cover of a module. I'm guessing. But I don't know which one. Yeah. They all look very familiar, but I wasn't nerdy enough to remember. Liar. My Little Pony Transformers number one going to a second print, but it looks like it's the same cover. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what have we become? Down into Marvel. Did you do these Marvel snapshots? Yeah, I like all of them so far. They've all been okay. really good. We have uh, Solid In Ahmed writing Civil War Marvel snapshots number one. So, so yeah, War. it might be good. So, well, Every one that I've read have been good. I don't know if I've read them all, but the ones that I've read I've, I really liked. Uh, good Daredevil 25 is a good jumping on point. It's a new story arc start. I had fallen off of this, so I'm going to check back in and see uh, what Chip's got to say. Uh, other arc just kind of went on a little too long for me. So I bounce. King in Black. One, two, three, four, five, six, at least seven or eight covers of this. Yeah. And including a Momoko. Yep. If you still think she has power. There are small cases, but for the most part, we have caught back up. We have caught up to her. That Miles Morales uh, Schumacher variant. Schumacher variant. Um, is that one going to be hot? Because he's he's pr featured prominently. Yeah, I mean, I mean, do we have to worry about that? I don't know that we have to worry about it, but I'm sure it will be. There will be movement on it. Yeah. And Modoc gets his own series. Uh, four issue mini miniseries, Modoc Head Games. Uh, Patton Oswalt doing a little writing on this. Um, he's pretty funny. And uh, it's going to be and an they animated. Are showrunners of the upcoming animated Modoc show. Yeah. Coming to Hulu. So I don't know if this will be a tie in or basically a shot by shot. Probably just a dry run of yeah. them working on the character's voice and stuff. Down into the dynamites that we tend to not 
fight what was much. What, what was the union I forgot again oh yeah the union was the grand unveiling of the union a team of superheroes from the United Kingdom oh yeah yeah well, Union Jack snakes Kelpie choir and their fearless leader Britannia I like my superheroes Merkin Merkin these people got the wrong flag on them mm-hmm A third print for I'm, I jumped all the way down to Boom. By the way, yeah, the, the only thing I stopped about in the other one was Peach Pomoko as a Vampirella fifteen. That's really good. Oh, nice. Um, but Dune House Atreides got a third printing for its first issue. Ooh, is that from, the worm on the cover? I thought that was kind that of might a, be worth snagging. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, when I think Dune, I think these sandworms. <laughs> I do. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Mighty Morphin going to a second print. That is... That is a second print that might be worth grabbing. Yeah. Dan Mora doing that character stuff. Yeah, I'm going to say grab that if you know anything or like anything about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Is that a... Uh, oh, man, I'm, I'm forgetting all my Power Ranger stuff. What's the flying head? Oh, man, you were asking the wrong guy. Yeah, I'm the wrong age for Power Rangers, unfortunately. Zerg or Zed, I don't know. Never mind, moving on. Are we done in small publishers yet? Yes, sir. Um, we've got Erratic, number one. And Erratic, number one, is an artist, writers, and artists in uh, Upshot book. Kari Andr Car Andrews doing uh, writing and art chores. We talked about this a little bit during FOC. Yeah. Um, it's a 15-year-old kid that can use his powers for 10 minutes at a time. Um, that's kind of the, the conceit. Uh, we, we know AWA's had a really good crack, track record. Um, will it continue here? I'm not thrilled with the concept, but <laughs> they have curated some really good books. There you go. We also have Knock, Knock Em Dead from Aftershock. This is the Elliot Ray Hall book. It and it's another, like another book. <laughs> looks like Dying is Easy a little bit. Yep. Um, and we'll see if it it's more supernatural so we'll see how it ties comedy and supernatural junk together <laughs> that's my that's my uh, blurb for it uh, look let's just take a look see how let's it see if it ties the junk together see if it ties this junk together because uh, seeds of spring um no. i love that it's listed this is from microcosm publishing I love that it's listed as a 15-issue miniseries. Yeah. Um, that is ridiculous. I mean, uh, one of 15? Come on. That's, that, that'd be like the longest-running series in the history of the Microcosm Publishing. <laughs> There's so, nothing micro about It has nothing micro about a 15-issue miniseries. Yeah. I guess, right. I, mean, I, guess, I guess it's okay. 
yeah. but I don't I don't understand it. We I wish mean, you all the luck in the world. Yeah, good good luck to you with that. All right, to this point of the podcast where I ask for your pick of the week, what's the one thing to make you go into your local comic book shops, grab them off the shelf, and say, I gotta have this because it's gonna be the next big thing? Um, I am a Tom King apologist, and so I am going to, I am a big fan. I'm looking forward to see what he has to say about Batman on his last run. Um, I think he's gonna put something cool in this first issue. That makes it collectible. He did that with Batman. So Batman, Catwoman, number one. I'm going to go with the cover A, Clayman cover. Um, even I though there's a touching it, that series with a ten foot pole. Nor do I care about reading it. I I I know there's a whole faction of folks like that. So, um, but I'm I'm going to jump in. But it may be much smaller print run because of that, and you may have some gold there. We'll see. Yep. And I. Like Erratic Number One from artists, writers, and artisans, this is kind of the first time they've gone much in the way of superhero-ish. Yeah, normally they've got other things, be it post-apocalyptic or thriller. You going uh, with the so cover B? I, I love that A, actually. That car. You love the A. a. Okay. Yeah. Normally, I like the, no, I like their A's. The all their A's for the zombie stuff was really good too. So yeah. But we thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself through our sneak peek at next week. Um, if you found something in here that we didn't talk about, make sure you send us um, some information on the Twitters, the Instagrams, the Facebooks, the TikToks, and all that fun stuff, the Gmails, um, so Drew can ignore your emails and not have any listener feedback yet again. It, you know, <laughs> I think that there was something about thankfulness and <laughs> thank, thanking and... That, you know, comics, blessings, and all that, and I just didn't have time to put anything together. I was actually, it came in too late, and I'd forgotten that it was Thanksgiving episode. So, yeah, I blew it. I blew it. <laughs> I'm completely kidding. Uh, but be part of the podcast. If you agree and you picked up some of these books and you made some money, let us know as well. Um, honestly, drop us a line. Feel free to be part of the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. We thank you so much. So for Drew and for myself, see ya.